0: Okay, so now we are officially done with Star Wars Celebration, D23, and Comic-Con. Okay, Um, We're going to do coverage of Comic-Con and talk about the two main trailers, although there was a lot of different things that went on at Comic-Con. The two stellar ones, I would say, Justice League trailer and Thor Ragnarok. All right, Mark. I'm going to throw it at you right now. Which one was your favorite between those two, Justice oh, League man. or Thor? See,
1: this is this is tough because, um, oh man, I see this. Yeah, that's a tricky question because I'm a DC guy. Not that I don't like Marvel, but I'm a DC guy. So like the 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 uh, Justice League trailer had me excited but i also have some reservations but then i actually really enjoyed the thor ragnarok trailer but i have some reservations about that as well so i'm kind of torn between the two to be honest
0: so there wasn't a Um, clear-cut winner for you
1: there there really was not and i can get into why but i want to know what you thought first
0: hands down for me thor ragnarok i mean Uh that movie that that movie i'm like truly excited for now because it just it takes me back to I look, I'm not expecting any Academy Awards here or anything. I'm expecting a classic nineteen eighties action-packed movie that has very little like serious dialogue into it and just you know, corny joke after corny joke after it and that's it. And that's what that trailer sold. From the music, the way the title was, you know, flashed in, flashed out, it just everything said 1980s to it and I couldn't be more excited because some of the best films that I enjoy watching not saying that they're great you know classic movies you know that are going to be on you know the all-time wins list but they're all from the 1980s and that's what it kind of felt like it almost felt like I was going to watch Tango and Cash you know part two
1: (laughs) yeah now so I definitely agree I definitely agree with everything you said there um I am excited that uh Hulk is actually speaking now.
0: Yes, that not just, was a great. Not just
1: grunting. Uh-huh. Uh, I obviously like the banter between he and Thor. I thought it was hilarious. Um and the things that they say, you know, about like, oh, I easily beat you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. Like it's very good. The only kind of questions I have and these are really subtle to be honest, but like the only question that I have is like Thor's personality has seemed to change a bit,
0: for the uh, better. I think.
1: No, I agree for the better, but I want to see how they're gonna go about that. You know what I mean? Like, is it gonna be explained, or is it just kind of like this is who Thor is now? Uh,
0: I think they kind of did with the trailer because remember how he says how he lost his hammer went to find and, himself, and he went to yeah. find himself, and I think he's yeah. finally uh, like transitioning to the the Thor that we're gonna love none of this right. like moody i'm i want to be king of gasgard or i want to be you right. know i want to please my dad and so forth forget that shit just be you know the guy that we loved in in avengers and what we've seen in this trailer and if it's anything like that this movie's going to be amazing
1: and this is a way to really bring in hulk as well because as we've seen you know hulk doesn't really do well standing alone in his own movie right. and i think this is a way to really incorporate hulk as a good character as a strong character and, and, but not necessarily have his own thing. The only thing that I'm sure you've heard of too, that it, it doesn't raise as many questions as the justice league, which we'll get into, but like they said, a lot of it's kind of been um, almost ad-libbed a little bit. Like they, yes. like it wasn't, mm-hmm. so, which I think can be good, but also kind of in the back of my mind, I, I wonder what they mean about like, a chunk of it was ad lit. You know what I mean?
0: I think just like, kind of the banter. So, um, it's kind of like if you ever watched like the rush hour movies with Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, and you watched at the end of the, the credits, like all the different takes yeah, that they did the and, takes how, that there. and like Tucker, like coming up with different sure. names or different, you know, jokes at the end. I think they basically did that and just said, have fun with it and we'll pick the best one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, th- I think Thor Ragnarok is going to be a, a, a much more fun movie, right? Yes, uh, than Justice League, um, and really I think than m- most of the Marvel movies we've seen so far. Um, so, like I said, the banter between Thor and Hulk has been outstanding, and I even like the original one before they came out with this one, where you know he uh, the Hulk enters the ring and Thor's like screaming, he's like, "Yes, yeah. I know him from work." Yeah, I just uh-huh. so I think there's going to be a lot of that. I think that. Uh, Thor is going to probably appeal more by, by word of mouth to people. I think Justice League will bring people in because it's Justice League, but I mm-hmm. also think that it has a lot of things kind of going against it right now, possibly as well. Um, I don't think as many people will really think like maybe, um, I guess your common moviegoers will would have, uh, initially go to Thor, but I think that it's going to do well because of those things that we talked about that's actually going to bring more people in.
0: Yeah, with one hundred percent, I think that I agree with you that Thor is going to be more about word of mouth and people going like the initial group of people seeing it and wanting to see it again. One thing that like I was talking to to Joseph about uh, this this trailer really reminded me of was the Guardians of the Galaxy. You know mm, that yeah. it's, mm-hmm. that similar type of it, it, you know, theme to it where it's a you know, we have a, a group of ragtag heroes put together. So it's Thor, Hulk, Loki, and um, Valkyrie put together and so forth. And they're going to try to stop, you know, hella the, you know, the, what is it, the queen of... Uh...
1: Uh, Goddess of death. Goddess of
0: death. Yeah, there we go. Goddess of death. And so it felt a lot like how the first Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, sure. kind of meant it, you know, put it out to be. Even the, even the music, similar style. So I think yeah. that Marvel saw what Guardians was able to do in a space theme type movie, and they're going to put that with Thor Ragnarok in.
1: I, this is easily going to be the best Thor movie, though. Oh, we without a doubt. I mean, because
0: sure,
1: the, the first Thor movie was fine because it was Thor, but. Uh, the second one I didn't really care for as much, but this is going to be the best
0: one. And I, they were both too serious. I mean, I understand yeah. the whole Norse god thing and approach and so forth, but um, no, they were way too serious for what these movies need to be. Right, right, um, right. You know, and I think that's what's always been the handicap for a lot of the Marvel movies and why they don't do so well is because Marvel tries to make them serious and they don't they don't do well at all.
1: Yeah, and I think I think that's. You know, I know there's always comparisons between the two. I think Marvel, it, like it's like you said, Marvel, the movies do better when they're more kind of not necessarily light hearted, you know, but it is more of a brighter, action y, light type of movie. Right. Whereas DC, I mean, even if you look at Wonder Woman, which was a success, I mean, I, I wouldn't look at that as like a light. Fun, per se movie. I mean, it was just more serious, it had a more serious tone to it, and it did well. You know, that's, like, the only DC movie that's done well, but still, though, I mean, it's, um, you know, they're just, they're totally both different. Oh, yeah. And they need, then, I think when they try and do the opposite, um, it just doesn't, it just doesn't work.
0: Right, and I think what they were trying to do with Thor, the first two movies, is try to be more like a DC movie, since it's a godly, like, because the comparisons right. always have been, is that, DC superheroes are godlike, where Marvel superheroes are more man created. And so mm-hmm. Thor's kind of that the, the redheaded stepchild. When you look at it, he's the one that's the god in the in the group of individuals who are men. So you try to make it more like the DC style of the gods amongst men, and it didn't work. Um, right. And so this one though, I think it's gonna. Be You know, it's very rare that you see the third movie actually be the best movie and be Mm -hmm. the most successful, but I think this is going to be the one that that gets it. in by putting Loki back into it, by putting Hulk back in, or having Hulk into it, and not having... I know a lot of people are fond of Jane Foster and Natalie Portman's portrayal of her and so forth, but get rid of the love story. and Just 1980s classic action movie, Tango and Cash style, and I'm going to go in it watching this movie without any type of criticisms whatsoever because i know what i'm getting myself into sure right mm-hmm. that's it and as long as i laugh and i enjoy myself it's a good movie i mean if there's plot holes there's plot holes if there's you know subtle you know low points there's low points but if i'm thoroughly happy by the end of this movie it's a it's a hit
1: yep mm-hmm. absolutely
0: uh, so what did you like about the justice league trailer
1: um, okay, so Justice League. What I liked, I liked, um, I liked that they showed Steppenwolf, but didn't overdo it.
0: Uh huh.
1: Um, I think he looks good. Um, I think we got a little bit more um, of an idea of what the plot's gonna be. Um, you know, I think we got to see a little bit. For me, I got to see a little bit more out of Cyborg, and I liked what I saw. Because I really wasn't sure, I don't know, much how they were going to use him. Um, it, there there are – so there's a couple things. There are some fun parts that fit, like some of the stuff that Flash was doing, like talking like, – when he was talking about battle, remember? Right. Oh, like, yeah. But I don't do that. I just push people and push run. Push people and run. And then like when they're all up in the um, – uh, up on the building talking to Gordon, Gordon. and everybody's right. gone except for Flash – like those were fun things that worked. Um, some of the things I think they're trying to press a little too hard. It, I I can't get a good feel on what they're doing with Aquaman yet.
0: Yeah, it, it's weird that the previous trailers were were focused heavy on him. Yeah, but this one didn't really have a lot. It was like you said, there was more cyborg, more Flash than anything else.
1: Well, and I feel like what you get this, I mean, obviously they're going for like the Aquaman badass route, which is fine, but then I feel like they're overdoing it a little bit, if well, that makes sense, it, mm-hmm. because of the like, you know, where he's like almost surfing on the Parademon and like the, you know, like, woo, woo, like crashing through the building and all. Like, yeah. I, I feel like they're like, here's the thing. You have Jason Momoa as Aquaman already just on visually alone, like pretty badass right use his powers to make him the badass not necessarily like what he's saying as much does that make sense i get you like i think they're i think they might try and press too hard because of a lot of the slack that aquaman obviously uh comes with that so i hope they don't like overdo it um yeah i i don't i don't know i also like the end where i i have a feeling that Alfred's probably talking to Superman. Um, But at the same time, we don't know because DC obviously, you know, last year when, or was it last year when they, no, two years ago, Uh, I don't remember when they released uh, Doomsday and everybody was like, why would you, why would you, why would you show show that? that, Yeah. Why, Why would you show Doomsday when it's like the, the major part of the third act? Like, why would you do that? So, you know, even if we assume that that's maybe him, like we still don't know. So I'm glad that the, I thought the um, you know like what they showed was good um, but you know I think I'm not alone with the um, kind of the questioning of you know all the reshoots and and what is exactly involved with that and how much is reshot and you know that's that's my hold up and I think with a lot of people their hold up right now because you know the the two individuals are are completely different directors you know, and yep. so I don't. I I just. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what that's gonna look like. I guess.
0: Yeah. So the reports have come out now in most, like, most recent, like, twenty four hours that Joss Whedon basically is just doing the the cuts that will, like, they're basically keeping all the action sequences in, storylines basically same, and what he's doing now is adding scenes to help transition those action sequences a little bit better um better Mm -hmm. dialogue and so forth um and there's talks now that he probably won't even get a co-directing credit from it and so forth that might just be getting a a screenwriter you know tagged to it and so forth so it looks like they're basically keeping majority of the same now dealing with this trailer here what my concern about this trailer was is that I think I figured out basically the storyline, the plot line of it, mm-hmm. and also being on the convention floor uh, and seeing what they're promoting, is that this is going to be a battle for the mother boxes, um, which sure. we've already kind of guessed already. Because mm-hmm. if you saw the the director's cut of Batman versus Superman, you already got that little quick scene of Steppenwolf over Lex Luthor and he's holding two mother boxes. We saw the, uh, the cutscene with cyborg Cyborg. Mm -hmm. and how his mother box adapts to him and so my concern now is is that is this story going to be too complex for the casual fan so myself being a comic book reader i already know what the the mother boxes are i know that each one has a different um power and influence and so will this be too much you know to try Uh, to explain
1: i think yeah, I, I can agree with that. I think if they do it right, they don't necessarily focus on how each box has its own kind of focus and power and this and that. It, I, I think, you know, if they do this thing like there are, you know, the Amazons had, have a mother box, the Atlanteans have a mother box, and there's one on Earth, and, and they are just trying to get those from those three you know those three kind of um groups Mm -hmm. i I think that if you just kind of leave it at that and like obviously explain like somehow what these mother boxes can do but don't get as specific as like who has which one is it the healing what you know what i mean does that make sense see if that's keep it general
0: uh uh, yeah i mean if they go in the general route and just and just say that the mother boxes have all these different powers and don't get super specific i think you're fine but my problem and kind of what I was hesitant about is that you've seen how Marvel has slowly produced the Infinity Stones over right. a span of, you know, they've been doing this in movies now for 10 almost years. Decade, re- yeah, yeah. The, the Infinity Stones have really been the past five years. It's taken five right. years to really develop the whole Thanos Infinity Gauntlet with the stones. It's going to be almost damn near impossible to explain everything about the mother boxes if they go the direct route of it to a casual fan to understand.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I almost think they need to do the the opposite now, if that's what they're going to do. Right. Because obviously the mother boxes are, we know that's what they're doing. So you keep it general, the mother boxes have, you know, alien technology and can way beyond its time, can yeah. whatever, bring people back from the de- whatever you want to say, right? Right. Then if you want to get more specific, then in the next... Wonder Woman sequel or in Aquaman or, or something like that. You know what I mean? That's when you could get more specific if that's what they were planning on doing. Right. But I agree you can't you can't get it can't be so like convoluted and you know like that people have no clue what's going on and then they get lost in trying to figure it out and leave the movie with like what in the heck is going on.
0: Yeah. So watching this trailer when I saw it, I was like, oh, okay, great. They're doing the, the whole race for the mother boxes, and they're probably going to use one to revive Superman. And then I'm thinking and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, this is going to be too complicated for just a casual fan. This is going to be a, a not a disaster, but this is going to be just a tough sell. Um, mm-hmm. And And it'll be initial almost like Batman versus Superman. I think it's going to have a good initial run of people going the first weekend. And then it's going to be one of those movies like, shit, that was too difficult to watch. I didn't enjoy myself and go see, you know, something else instead. Um, so what do you think they need to do to make it? Simply just like simplify it as much as possible. If they, like you said, if they do the mother boxes in a simple status of, they just have powers and, and they don't, if they don't use eight, they use like four, and yeah. they don't go into super specifics how this one does this and this one does that and just say, Oh, they can if they even if they adopt it and say, Look, we just need one mother box and it can do all these different things, okay then that's not a bad idea you know, bad idea. Right. So my my thinking
1: of it and. If they want to do it right, I think they should go with that. There's four, at least for now. Like I said, you want to expand in other movies, whatever. But you go with the fact that there let's say, there's four, right? Right. There's there's one. Like I said, the Amazons, the Atlanteans. Uh, there's one Themisca- on Earth, yeah. and, and then and then Steppenwolf and Darkseid already have one.
0: Yeah. Right? So there's one on Themyscira. So uh, Themisca- yep. uh One in Atlantis. Yeah. And then Cyborgs already one. W- and so, so the last one would be up for grabs for uh, right. And that could be the one that, like, revives Superman. Right. Okay. So I,
1: I think that would make sense. So Steppenwolf's trying to get into these areas to get these other mother boxes because they would then control – you know, you have that. You have all the technology, whatever, the knowledge in the world. OK, that makes sense, right? Right. And why did they spread it out so that people can watch over – you know, it kind of gives it almost that, like, Lord of the Rings feel to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like – Like, yeah, there were these set of rings, and these groups had them, and then there was that one ring. You know what I mean? It's just – I think if you keep it kind of like that, it's – okay, that's fine. Rather than getting so specific as to what each mother box is. All
0: right, so let's speculate a little bit about the trailer. Who do you think Alfred's talking to when he says they said you would be coming? Oh, so I have –
1: I mean I really do think it's probably Superman. But in the back of my mind, maybe this is me just being hopeful. <laughs> but because he would have no way of knowing who this other person is, but I was like really kind of hoping for a Green Lantern. But I, I, I think that's like a well one percent. Well, chance, there was that little, honest.
0: there was that little nod in the uh, in the trailer when Steppenwolf is talking and says no lanterns. You know, when yeah. he's saying this, this world has no lanterns and so forth. So who knows? Maybe. Well, and then did you see that picture
1: that Jason Momoa posted from? comic-con yeah and it it was i know it was just the dc poster but it had green lantern in the background i'm just kind of what is that you know and i mean i don't know if you but like i've heard things that like at the very end maybe green lantern appears to say like this is not just an earth thing like this is like an intergalactic thing i don't know i still think it's it's superman though you know and i was talking to someone they were like but how would alfred know superman that well and I honestly didn't have an answer for that. but if you think about him, Batman versus Superman, he he was the one who was always saying that Superman was not the enemy. You know what I mean yeah. he was always the one that's like saying like no, he's you know, he's not he's not the issue. So maybe there's somewhat you know he has some sort of idea. I don't know. who do you think it is?
0: More than likely Superman. But now after reading some speculation and and stuff, it might be Supergirl. Oh, Supergirl, huh? That's interesting. Because there's that little clip that you see of Bruce and there's he's looking up at something, it looks like it's a hologram.
1: Yeah. And it's I like the that, red huh? cape.
0: And so a lot of people think that might be his way of communicating with Supergirl.
1: Oh. That's right, because I forget I think it's Steppenwolf's voice based saying something and he says like no kryptonians or something like that
0: right or that one is that when
1: he says no lanterns no kryptonians yeah we said
0: no kryptonian uh, no lanterns no kryptonians and so and there was uh, there's this back and forth speculation now because if you go through the cast um on imdb there are a couple actors on there that have no credit like they're they're on the the film but there's right. no they don't have- tag to it and then there's one person um young lady blonde hair as Tessa Bonham Jones um and this um and the t- the credit is just young girl that's it mm. so a lot some people think that she looks and she has no other film credits besides Justice League um you know she's a, a more of an, a Broadway actress than anything else so some people think maybe she's You know, she could be a young supergirl. Um that has maybe something maybe has some sort of type of information or some for that that can help yeah, that can help revive Superman. Or is the one that goes to Bruce and say you can revive him by using the mother boxes and that's how you get to Superman. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah. So that would be kind of a you wouldn't have to go too deep, but it would be a cool Right, yeah.
1: And I don't think that's something that would, like, really throw people off or anything, too, you know?
0: No, and it doesn't have to lead into any other things, any other movies or anything like that. Just nice little boom, here you go. Here's a little, you know, a little... Yeah, that'd be cool. A hmm. little treat But for it,
1: So that's where I think they did better with the trailer, you know, by not... <laughs>
0: So, yeah. it was. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think for a lot of people this trailer was good but didn't reveal a lot for the comic book readers. Um like myself, I think it gave away what the plot seems to be, but you know, they they were smart. They didn't show you know, they didn't show the face of Steppenwolf Wolf. Um yeah. because I feel like they're not done with it yet CGI-wise, so why right. go ahead and put that out there to get cre- you know, basically creamed. Um, like, what was it, uh, X-Men Apocalypse when they showed the first (laughs) images of Apocalypse and everybody just came out with the Ivan Ooze. Yeah, he was purple, yeah. Yeah, Um, so I I thought that was really smart. Um, And it didn't go the route of Batman v Superman where we got all the best scenes out of it. I think there's still a lot more to come from this movie because it's basically three areas we've seen. It's the, or it could be all in the same spot, but it's the battle with the parademons on top of land, in that what looks like a tunnel or dug tunnel yeah. or some of like that, that they you know, um, those are you know the two main action sequences, and then that kind of recruiting standpoint, you know, right? Because the only new, real new f- piece of footage we got was really the Jim Gordon stuff.
1: Yeah, and the Wonder Woman like fight scene at the beginning. Yep. Yeah, like I said, I think they, I think they played it right. Because they gave the audience a little bit of what, you know, a little bit of new stuff, a little bit of something to kind of, you know, keep the interest going. But it, it was the safer route, um, which here's the thing. I mean, I've never like I think for the most part, aside from the doomsday uh, reveal, I really think that DC has always been fine with the trailers. The trailers haven't been the issue. It's been the actual end product, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, so I agree with you on that it's- When we talk about like Batman versus Superman, the original cut of it is not good. But if you have four hours to spend and you watch the... It, yeah, the it really does make one, a difference. It does make a difference. It really it's not like Lord of the Rings. A lot of people, when I talk to them about it, they're like, oh, you're just... It's basically, you know, Lord of the Rings, you know, when they came out with their extended edition, it just added more sequences to it, but it's still a great movie with the the no, like this Yeah. It does make a big-time difference. It, it answers so many questions I had in this oh, movie. Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, especially when... Um, you know, we won't get into it too much, but when Lois is in the uh, apartment and finds like all the food for the guy, and like so like realizes that like he had no idea what he was doing. Remember? Yes. Um, and, and Scooter, and like not only that, but then when she's on the phone with um, uh, with the one lady and talking about how the wheelchair was made of lead,
0: so Superman well, couldn't see it. The Superman Jimmy the Olsen lead. scene, you know that
1: takes care of so much stuff
0: (laughs) right yeah i I agree with you this movie i do agree with you is like it's the product is you know the trailers are good the product hopefully will be you know matching what the trailers put out but i think too is that you know you have so far a batman that almost everyone likes a wonder woman that is almost mm. unanimous everyone loves. everyone loves yeah Ezra Miller so far has silenced his critics when everybody yeah, thought
1: and and I was one of those critics to be honest and I think you know I I think he's going to do fine
0: right um Jason Momoa I mean no one's going to talk shit about him cuz they're going to be afraid to get their ass kicked <laughs> yeah and then you know um, what's his name oh my goodness um oh for um for cyborg um ray fisher ray, ray fisher, fisher plays yeah plays vic stone um and this this trailer i think gave it a little bit more you can tell that he's more robotic um yes than he is man. kind of the
1: monotone the monotone voice mm-hmm. and yeah just like what he does i liked his little um interaction with alfred i think alfred's going to be one of the ones who kind of steals the show i don't expect him to have a large part at all but just in kind of the basic conversation right um you know he's kind of a little bit of that that comic relief
0: yeah i mean um and same thing with uh so jeremy irons who play plays alfred and then jk simmons who plays gordon you know yeah. i think are gonna help balance this uh, yep this movie out really well so I'm looking forward to it. I think that this is going to be, you know, a solid movie. It's gonna, you know, I loved Wonder Woman. I thought that was it. it brought it right back on, you know, on track. I do love Batman vs Superman, the you know Ultimate Edition. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm a fan of Man of Steel. So this is not going to be a difficult sell for me. I just no, hope I hope the, the the casual audience will like it. Yes, it, it seems like Warner Brothers after this this panel that they had where, if you remember before Comic Con, uh, this week's panel at Comic-Con, there was all these movies that were announced and, you know, Nightwing, Birds of Prey, um, you know, the Green Lanterns and so forth. And then they say, okay, at this panel, they say these are the ones that are 100% on fact. And there's a lot of movies on there that we weren't, you know, we're not going to get. Like, we've been told for so long that the rock is going to be black adam and we all yeah. assumed and everybody assumed it was going to be the Shazam movie and now we're told this week oh no that's not even he's not going to be in uh Shazam Why would they
1: not do that? Like that doesn't make any sense. Why
0: didn't they say that at the beginning then? Why wait right. almost a year after they announced his 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 casting? You know, so right. I hope this movie does well because there's a lot more that I would love to see from the DC universe that Yeah, absolutely. We could definitely, you know, definitely get especially um i would like to see uh uh you know Esther's miller version of the flash which they did announce was going to be flashpoint how do you feel flashpoint about that
1: be, i i think that'd be awesome i think it's I, smart I really do. i think um so i think it's smart for a couple reasons first of all have you ever seen the um the animated version yes. of flashpoint mm-hmm. awesome um but then also you'd you do good by doing that with a casual audience because if they've watched flash the TV show they have an idea of what flashpoint is right right and they have an idea of who reverse flash is but now you can do it in depth so that's one of the things that we talked about with this series was that like it, the how like the amount of time they spent on it versus like then they didn't and then they did it just really wasn't consistent. Um, so now's the time when you can really focus on that and like, that's the center story.
0: Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. And I, to be honest, I think the flash TV show, the like ruined flashpoint for me. Um, yeah, that was, that was hard to, into, uh, a hard couple weeks to watch of the flash and see that it only lasted one episode. You
1: know, I think it was hard. I think it was hard because of the shared TV universe where they tried to incorporate it and then they kind of did kind of didn't sort of thing and i think that's well i don't know i just, I just think that had a lot of weight to it where like with th- this you know it can they have enough time to clearly allow flashpoint to affect another movie if they wanted to you know what i mean like because if they do flash and flashpoint comes out they could still have a year or two before the next movie would come out yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. so whereas obviously with the tv show like you have to knock out the season all at once and that, so i just i don't think it had as enough as much time to develop the flashpoint
0: yeah uh do you think we're gonna get the thomas wayne in the movie flashpoint or the movie of the flash dealing with flashpoint? i
1: i think that would be flipping awesome personally um now I, I don't know if we will i don't think it would be a i don't know if we it'd be a huge part of it but um i actually hope that they would You. oh my gosh his name just slipped my mind who played uh thomas wayne and um
0: batman versus superman from Walking oh jeffrey D, jeffrey Dean morgan yes Yes, everybody's already kind of mentioned that I when know. they announced flashpoint uh, how awesome would that be Yep. Yeah. that I mean, would be I think cool
1: i think it would be cool to do um i don't like i said i don't think it could be i i, I mean yeah what the heck why not you know do a little you know why not do it, how lucky do is jeffrey
0: dean morgan or he gets to be freaking so he's if he would get thomas wayne and flashpoint do that negan on the walking dead and then the comedian from Watchmen. Yeah, right. That is a ultimate like <laughs> comic book like fans dream to play those three roles. Oh man. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think smart decision using Flashpoint common story going to be easy to sell. People that, you know, may you know, have watched the show will have an idea. So, Right. That's a good so-, so, um including everything that went on at Comic-Con from what you saw, what was your uh what would you say won over comic-con
1: you know i i still feel like it's probably um probably dc still i just i don't i so there's a couple things with this i think it's kind of the same as it was last year but there was so much at marvel at d23 right
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. It was Marvel, and there wasn't really much Star Wars. Um, they just did yeah. kind of a, had the cast come out, and then that was it. They didn't really they didn't talk anything about Han Solo. They showed a, a clip of behind the scenes footage from Last Jedi, but it was basically Marvel and the upcoming Disney movies that they're doing.
1: Right. So, I mean, I feel like d twenty three, obviously, because they showed the trailer there, right? Just the people right. who there. And so I felt like that was kind of the main thing for them. And I thought at Comic-Con, it was kind of the same. Like, yeah, obviously you got Thor, uh, Ring Rock, which was awesome. Don't get me wrong. And then you got the Defenders, which was cool. Um, and then you got some posters, you know, and I think that was kind of, you know, it was good, but that was kind of it. I think with DC, you know, you kind of got everything, you know, you, I mean, you got the Justice League, um, you saw the, um, you know the cw series trailers um you saw gotham's upcoming season um four trailer um yeah i don't know i I just i feel like dc did a little bit more of a push uh than than marvel did um but that's what i kind of thought it was last year but like i said i really think that's because so much was invested at d23 what do you think
0: i'm the same with you um Marvel, they did show the event, uh, the Infinity War trailer, which actually leaked online for all of like 30 minutes before it got taken yeah. down. But it was a crappy, like, so in Hall H, um, when you sit there, it's humongous. I mean, it goes back forever. So people who sit in the back end up really just watching on a big giant screen. And so you right. can end up literally sitting like kind of right under one of those major screens. So for Game of Thrones, I did not have a press pass for that. So I had to get kicked back. All the way to the back because there were no empty seats available and Ooh. so I sat under one of those big screens and basically watched the Game of Thrones panel um from there and you know the, the the vid the footage that came out was basically the infinity war trailer but it didn't do it justice and I think once it does release everybody will be happy about it right. but Warner Brothers in d c did come out with you know everything they had they gave it everything they got and I think the one trailer that kind of was the big surprise, um, was Ready Player One. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, to me, kind of stole the show. And it, well, it didn't steal the show. It started off the panel on the right foot um, with the nostalgic of, you know, the 80s and 90s and Same everything. Yeah. yeah, And I think I watched that trailer, oh my gosh, probably 20 times just to, to catch all the little Easter eggs they threw in there. Yeah, and I,
1: I read your article on that and just to, like, I didn't even... I had to go back and watch it again to find all those things. Yeah. And like, once I read that, I saw it was really cool.
0: Yeah, like, but, uh, like right at the beginning, I saw that, you know, when he's walking through the tunnel, and he, I see these two characters, and I'm like, those look like Harley Quinn. And at first, I thought it was Deadpool, but then Joseph had to remind me, like, Warner Brothers can only use the rights they have, so it couldn't be Deadpool. So then I was like, then it's got to be Deathstroke. Yeah. And so, I mean, and then we were going through it, and, like, we were having debates on what was what, whether the the— um the video of the motorcycle was either the light cycle from Tron or was it the um the motorcycle from the an, um anime Akira and so forth. And, oh yeah. And we just went like we were debating on all those things and then, you know, I had to like lighten up the screen, you know, zoom in on <laughs> right. certain parts and stuff like that. But it it's gonna be a fun movie just to sit there as a person that grew up in the eighties and nineties and just trying to pick every little thing out that they added in there
1: yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun
0: yeah and it's a popular book i mean it's a recent novel that you know uh, a lot of people in our our millennial range uh read so far and people who haven't read the book probably would be sold on the trailer and you Mm -hmm. know the storyline so i think ready player one if that hadn't come out um you know it would definitely justice league and the rest of Warner Brothers would have been fine, but it kind of set the tone when you have Steven Spielberg come out and yeah. show you a trailer of a movie he's making and stuff. You, you're going to definitely be excited for that. So, right. All right, well, that kind of wraps it up. And we didn't want to go too far in depth in all the different Comic Con stuff. If you want to uh, read more about Comic Con, make sure you check out the website and uh, look back at all the different articles we wrote about it. Uh, we basically just hit on the high points because. Honestly, 4 days of Comic-Con, you could literally write that stuff for months upon months upon months. There's just so many different stories and announcements to go on. So, um, make sure you check out, let us know what you thought about Comic-Con, which trailer would you thought was the best, or, you know, who won, Marvel or DC? Are you excited about Justice League now? Are you excited about Ready Player 1? You know, um, let us know in the comic section below. All right. So there was a lot of TV shows that appeared at Comic Con this year. This almost was like the instead of the movie Comic Con, this was the TV Comic Con. It was <laughs> so I was a part of the press conferences uh, for Fear the Walking Dead. It was supposed to be part of the press conference for the Walking Dead, but they canceled because of what happened with the stunt person, and so they did. They basically condensed down everything they're scheduled to basically just doing the panel and a couple quick side interviews with the bigger companies I was at um yeah every single FX show was there every single AMC show was there is in the panel for the preacher which is is hilarious I like I haven't watched preacher I've watched only like bits and pieces of it but hearing Seth Rogen talk about it because he's the executive producer of the show and his interpretation of it makes me want to see the show now um so i'll probably be binge watching that um game of thrones for most people it was a snooze fest and you know because they didn't want to give away any spoilers and everything that so it really was a disappointment for a lot of fans who stayed um who stayed overnight for that and to to give you an idea of how hbo kind of knew it was going to be a spoiler so um it's like about fifty, I don't know. I would say fifty percent. No, probably less than that. Probably about forty percent of the major panels that go on, um, you get something from it. So, a T-shirt, a poster, or whatever. Um, for the preacher uh, panel, they handed out like these uh, paper masks that you put in front of your face of an of an asshole um, because one of the characters is called Arseface, and so he's got an asshole for a mouth, and so they gave you that. Um, and then other shows and other movies, they gave you just basically posters or t-shirts. The people at HBO must've known that this panel is going to suck so bad that (laughs) when you go to a panel, you get a ticket and then you have to go down the street to the Hilton and you go collect your shirt or thing. So walking in, you're given for Game of Thrones, this bag. And it's a, it's a really nice little tote bag. It's got GOT on it and you think, oh, that's nice. Then you open up, you also got a t-shirt. You also got a canteen with Game of Thrones on it. You also got an ice mold with the uh, White Walker's face on it. You know, um, And there was one other thing in there, but it was loaded. Like They knew, okay, hey, you literally sat through all this shit. You're going to get some you know, some good swag for it. So the people at HBO knew that that was going to be a snooze fest. Um, but there's a couple TV shows I, w- I want to talk about with you, Mark. Let's start off with the CW ones, okay? Um, mm-hmm. Let's go with Arrow. Alright, so they released the trailer, the cast was there. How excited are you for this upcoming season now, after seeing the trailer? Okay,
1: so, if it's based on the trailer, <laughs> I'm excited. The reason it, but I, I, there's still more that's kind of lurking out there that I'm not sure about, which will really kind of decide how I feel about the season. Okay. Um, I'm excited because... Slade Wilson will be a regular. They said, yep. Um, which is outstanding. Um, you know, we just listen to any of our podcasts on the CW shows and, you know, obviously having Slade Wilson in the show makes it better. Um, you don't really, who's the only one you see like from the, uh, Dina, um, uh, Dino's the only one that is in the trailer, isn't she? From the group, from Team Arrow?
0: Well, no, you. Do you see, um, uh. Dinah, you see. Or Dinah, yeah. Yeah, you see Dinah, you see, um, Laurel Lance, uh, the Earth 2 Laurel Lance. Right. Um, you see Diggle, you see, um, a really quick shot of of Thea um and Captain Lance is in it what i got from the 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 show or the the trailer and everything was that and i mean being at the panel it kind of sucked too cuz I, I know who's probably going to survive is that they're going to make it seem like there's going to be w- Oliver's what Oliver's son's mom is probably Mm. gonna die. But they Mm. you don't see um Felicity in the trailers at all. You see her like at the beginning, but then there's no mention whatsoever of her in the trailers. Um you don't see anything about uh the the ghouls, the talia or Nisa Al Ghoul. Um you don't see John Barrowman's character, um uh to what's his name? Um uh, Malcolm. Malcolm. You don't see M- Malcolm Merlin. But we've already kind of gotten that confirmation that John Behrman's not coming back um, right. from the show. That he basically announced on Instagram that that was him dying on the show. So unless they bring him back from the dead or they decide two seasons from now. So the problem is is the um, Emily Rickards, who, uh, who plays Felicity Smoke, was at the panel and basically... When people would ask her, are you coming back? She would give this, eh, I don't know, I don't know. But why would you be at the panel if you weren't right going to be in the show? Like See, John Berman so, wasn't on the panel, and you know he's not right. gonna be on the show.
1: See, so that's, I think, my thing is, um, like, I, I think more than just one person that was on the island needs to die for that to actually have an impact right you know what i mean so like first of all if everybody got off the island that would be ridiculous if it's just um you know if it's just um the mother of oliver's um son i I don't know i I just i don't see it as impactful like to have you know this big decision is oliver going to choose his son or the people on the island and then oh yay every almost everyone survives like that it it ruins that ultimatum. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Oh, I agree 100%.
1: Um, so I'm not saying everybody needs to die, but I, I don't know. I just, I think other, some of the other major players, you know, need to, I guess need to, and really what piqued my interest about it that I'm hoping kind of goes is that it didn't seem to be much of a team arrow, So, like, is this going to be this weird matchup of, like, Oliver needs Slade to help him out sort of a thing? Which I really would love to see, like, those two. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: I mean, I definitely Um, think they need that.
1: But I don't know. So that's kind of what is, I don't know, kind of hinging on it right now is if all of Team Arrow survives and is back, I don't know. That just kind of makes the season finale meh so that, that's that's why I'm not too sure about what to make. I mean judging off of the um, judging off the the trailer, I think it looks good and has potential but um, I still need to see so because for once the arrow trailer actually didn't give a whole lot away, which is no shocking. there was
0: no like we don't know who the antagonist is gonna be we don't know really you know a whole lot of besides kind of like what the first maybe two episodes will be. Right, which is smart. How do you feel about the um that part of the trailer where his son wakes up from a nightmare and says, and Oliver asks him who's the bad guy, and he points to to points Oliver. To him. That was kind of cool. weird.
1: Yeah, I think um, there's gonna be a lot of like, well, because I'm I'm sure he's saying that because, like you said, I, I'm sure the mom dies, and the kid's gonna look at it like it's. Oliver's fault sort of a thing you know what I mean yeah um so yeah I don't know that's gonna be a whole a whole obviously part to the upcoming uh season as well I'm sure
0: I wonder if they're gonna try to do like a uh a Jason Todd type storyline with him yeah like
1: I was thinking something like that too like just kind of the jaded character you know
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. it would be it's gonna be interesting um I'm with you though like if there's only one or two deaths from this whole fiasco, it's it wasn't worth it for last season. Right, what,
1: char- what, what characters need to die?
0: <laughs> I, I would go with, like, a reboot. Like, we, it, like it's yep. fine that Dinah's alive and, you know, Laurel's alive, so you have two canaries. So, it's okay, whatever. Um, but it, it just needs to be, you know, the team needs to kind of shrink down. You've And you've said mm-hmm. this before, there's too many characters on this show. Yeah. It just there's just needs to be a focus on, you know, five characters max, you know, and so we're. we're well, probably... they need
1: to be good characters too, because you know, at that that was one of the things at the end of um, this last season that was awesome because Oliver put together an actually pretty badass team Arrow between Malcolm Nissa uh, Slade. Yep. Uh, like that like I was like okay well that's an actual like legit team like his on TV this. show yeah 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 so you know I, I mean seriously if if um you know is if Diggles another surviving member that's fine because I like Diggle but like I yeah I kind of think that needs to be it like don't bring all this team arrow back and that would also make sense for why they would possibly get rid of um Ragman, because he would just like cover himself up and,
0: and cover know. everybody else up you know
1: right so that would make sense from that point too so yeah i don't know i just um yeah i think it kind of needs to be a, a little bit of a revamp
0: yeah i, I agree 100 percent um probably not going to get it though i mean there's just no. too many did a bunch mentioned. of them sign on already Yeah, I mean everybody signed on. Everybody yeah. but John Barrowman signed on for the show. So Um yeah, so overall this trailer it was good but it didn't, you know, get me excited. I'm right. glad that uh, you know Manu Bidette's back as a regular. Oh, heck yeah. And we have Deathstroke because I think there needs to be a balance uh just like what we had John Barrowman as Malcolm. That's when the show, you know, really hit its run in season 2 is when Malcolm was was constantly in the show um in, in a presence so hopefully with Manu Bennett in there um you get that same piece as well
1: um yeah. so
0: yeah I, if i had to give it a grade or like you know scale it and stuff like mid level you know it was yeah. wasn't great wasn't bad yeah um, absolutely um the flash trailer this one was different for me this one i didn't think that there I'm going to show that much, but they ended up showing a lot more than I thought. So, for your first thoughts on it, um,
1: I think it was okay. Um, I mean, obviously they're going to be searching for Barry, but I got this this feeling again that it's like the flavor of the week, metahuman villain thing again. Mm-hmm. Um. Because you saw um, obviously the samurai, and then um, what was her name? Peekaboo, I think. Peekaboo, yep. And then her name, and I, I just I, I had this feeling like it was going back towards that again. I did. I don't know if this is true, but it seemed like maybe they were tr- starting to train um, Wally a little bit, like how how they used to train Barry in season one. Did you notice that at all?
0: No, I didn't see that.
1: They were out at the, um, like, just like that random strip of, like, I don't know, that strip of road that's, like, out in the middle of nowhere. They were, like, testing that, whatever um, technology that Cisco was making. Uh-huh. But I, I got this sense that maybe that's what they were doing. Um, and that's fine. I like that sort of thing. But, but yeah, I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, is this going to be a thing where you know, we come back from the season and you thought Barry was gone for a long time and he's only gone for like an episode or two, kind of what they did with flashpoint last season. Um, and if so, it just kind of seems like, like I said, like a end of season waste, um, I mean, it's not that I want his character to be gone for that long, but for it to have any sort of impact, like it's gotta be longer than just a couple episodes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it, it was a fine, you know, I, I like the emotional investment. Like I really did, you know, like what Iris is doing kind of like thinking worst case scenario. Cause that's what helps her move on. But like Cisco's right. obviously not moving on in a good way. So I like that part to it. I just, I don't know. I just, I still guess I have some questions um, about it. I mean, it wasn't a bad trailer or anything, and you know, I, I, I was somewhat interested, but I just, um, I don't know. I, like I said, I just have questions about it too. I guess.
0: Yeah, it seemed like it seems like we're gonna see uh, like probably I would say three to four episodes without Barry. Mm-hmm. Um, that's gonna be that story arc of Iris trying to get over. Barry versus, like you said, Cisco. Um, and then there's some other interesting pieces that we got. Daniel Panabaker, who plays um, Caitlin uh, Snow or Killer Frost, she's back and she's got brunette yeah. hair and looks like she's wearing a, like a gothic type necklace around her neck that's maybe controlling her powers and stuff. Um, right. You know, there wasn't any. Um, I don't. Did you, was there any footage of Julian? i didn't see him yeah so i wonder you know if he's gonna be back in the mix or not um but it seems like yeah there's gonna be about four episodes where wally's gonna be the main lead with cisco you know and they're gonna try to do it without barry but then it seems like the samurai is gonna be the one that causes him to go back now here's where my where it's gonna get interesting for me if you pull barry out of the speed force is the Speed Force gonna come back for revenge or is the Speed Force gonna want somebody else to take its place or something? Yeah, it's
1: gonna have someone. Like, so. How do they
0: just let him go for being gone for a couple months? You know? It was like, oh, you served your time? Is this like the OJ Simpsons, you know, prison <laughs> sentence? Oh, right.
1: Know? I mean so like but then that's the thing, is like you so, said so who who then would it take? Like I, I just yeah, I don't know.
0: It would have been nice to see, you know, Jay Garrick as the as the lead for a couple episodes. You know, as yeah. the Flash, you know, help, with help of Team Flash and everything. Since he's older, he can't do it all himself. Or you know, get um, what's her name? Who's over on Earth Two? Jesse Quick. Jesse Quick. Get Jesse Quick back. You know, and have Jay Garrick go back to Earth Two. It, it's if they only last one or two episodes without Barry. Or with Barry being gone and then bring him back after the first episode or the second episode. I feel like it's a it hurts the sacrifice he made to save yep, everyone and stuff. Um so
1: And that's where I feel like the flash and arrow, like that's my hold up with both of them right now. Mm-hmm. Is like I feel like they may make some decisions that completely kind of negate and, and really water down the season finales.
0: Right. Yeah, the like the consequences aren't there anymore, you know. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, we could just, you know, win that, basically, you know, or change that over in, you know, season finale and stuff like that. So, that'll hurt. Um, I did like The Flash better than Arrow's trailer. I thought it just had... I thought it was a little bit
1: more revealing.
0: Yeah, a little bit more revealing. It had just a little bit more, you know, of a... I don't know, just like even though we don't see Barry come back, it seems like we're going to at least get a couple episodes without Barry. And you know, who knows, maybe it goes all entirely wrong and stuff that we don't get Barry. So I think that there's a little bit more suspense there um, going on for me.
1: I just hope they don't overcomplicate it, you know?
0: Yes, that is, that's true. Make it too complicated and everything. Yeah. All right. Um, Black Lightning trailer. So, Black Lightning is going to be the new CW show airing mid-season. This one got a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, applause. And, you know, fans were really um, excited about seeing this trailer afterwards. And um, I was too. Like, basically, I think that this is going to be a solid pickup for the CW Mm -hmm. on this one. Um, Did you get a chance to check the the trailer? I
1: did. Yeah, I think... um... You know, usually we kind of compare the shows um, each uh, season, and I think this has the potential to really kind of take the main spot. Honestly, especially right. where the other ones are at right now, uh, it has a lot of potential. I think it it, it just looks really well done, and I, I wasn't sure at first when they first announced it and we're talking about it, um, but yeah, I think it looks I think it looks really good.
0: Yeah, it, I love the fact that it's not going to take place in the Arrowverse it's a more yep. darker tone um it's more i want to say kind of watchman-esque where it's got yeah. more of a reality to it the superhero style um yep and you know it, and it, i and i per-
1: personally like that which is why i think i like the way this trailer looks you know i i prefer i mean i preferred arrow when it was much more kind of quote unquote realistic, you know, before it got in the whole magic thing and that's why I like the Nolan movies. So I, I enjoy that, which is um I think that helps the uh the kind of average um you know T V watcher as well um to be able to really kind of more or less connect with it a little bit more. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um I think this one's in the setting of it being in a real place of New Orleans, you know, in high right. school right. is gonna is gonna be um, it's gonna gravitate to an audience that may not be into the Flash or Arrow. Correct. Yep. Yep. And it looks like too, like the the uh, like the the villains or the you know the antagonists of the show are going to be more grounded as well. That is basically going to be. For the most part, only a select few people have powers because it looks like Black Lightning, of course, has his powers, and it also looks like his daughters may have inherited powers as well. So, um, I'm definitely excited to see this one. All right. Uh, Gotham. We'll talk about this one really quick and then one more show. Um, uh, Gotham season four. Did you ever think that we'd say that there would be a season four of Gotham (laughs) when the the show first came out? No, no, I didn't. No.
1: But I don't know. I tell you what, from uh, I'm interested from the trailer. Um, I want to see what they're gonna do. Uh, I, I think it it has potential. I just think they need to keep it uh, keep it fairly consistent. But I mean, it has some potential. I think they're going to focus on on the villains, and which is what I think they've, you know, I think that's usually where they succeed is when they do that.
0: Oh yeah, and. I think it's going back kind of season two esque, where it's really like yep. about the villains.
1: Um, I don't know about you, but I was pretty pumped for the scarecrow part. Um, I think that looks like it could be pretty good.
0: Yeah. Cause when was the last time we saw scarecrow? Was it season two or season one? Uh, so that was his
1: dad. Remember? Right. But he was a kid
0: the, at that point.
1: Right. And the kid was like out in the yard or something like that. I mm-hmm. remember, um, yeah, so I think that may have been season one. It, it um, was early on. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, yeah, I think, you know, and I thought the costume from what I saw looked pretty good. Um, sometimes you just, you never know with how it's going to turn out on TV. But, um, you know, that could definitely be one of the main uh, main villains for the season, possibly. Um, oh, yeah, I think it'd it would de- be good it definitely one. looks like it has good potential.
0: Yeah, I think definitely one 100%. That would be a good choice for kind of the the central or main focus um mm-hmm. um of the of the of season 4 is using Scarecrow because mm-hmm. we've had a enigma, we've had a Cobblepot, we've had um kind of the court. Kind of the court, we've had Jerome esque with um Galavant. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, it would be good to see, you know, something fresh, something new for this show. Definitely would be um something that I'd be interested in seeing. Mhm. All right, last but not least here is uh Marvel's Defenders. Okay, I was lucky enough to see the first episode at Comic-Con this past week and you will not be disappointed. Okay? Um the the trailer sells you on more than just the first episode it looks like it's like probably the first four episodes i would say um overall mark when you thought about the defenders first off when they announced on netflix did you think that it would be this good this bad or you know
1: uh i i was honestly when they first talked about the concept of it i thought i was actually pretty pessimistic about it um Like Daredevil, uh, like Luke Cage, um, Jessica Jones is good. I I couldn't always get into it, but I thought it was pretty good. Wasn't exactly thrilled with Iron Fist, um, but man, I I think this looks like it's going to be pretty good. Oh, yeah. The Mm -hmm. defender. I, 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 um, the chemistry between the four of them really work, you know, um, and I just – yeah, I, I'm i actually – it may be one of the ones I'm the most interested in.
0: Yeah, it's – so after seeing the first episode, it's really interesting how everything linked up. It's like if you – you have to watch all four shows to understand the connections between them going into Defenders. Not saying you have to sit there and pay attention to every single detail, but after watching all four shows, it really does help going into the season – or this first episode – Seeing the subtle connections that all four of them have together, um, and the, the the main villain of being the hand as the main focus. What I love about this this show coming up is that it's going to be a true battle for New York. So like the Avengers thing was like a you know battle versus aliens. Like this this show seems like it's going to be honest to God. Like the stakes are at its highest now and. You know, it's not a an alien threat, but a human threat trying to take over the city of New York, which is pretty yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, I think, it, I think it looks like it's going to be great.
0: Yeah, and I mean, if this takes off, then you can probably expect maybe another season of Defenders or a type of event like that, which I wouldn't doubt 1%, you know, um, that Netflix wouldn't give it a green light. Oh, yeah. But I will tell you this, though. So I got to see a small clip, a trailer clip of uh, The Punisher. The Punisher yeah. will beat out the defenders. Well, I- yeah, it's one hundred percent the show that everybody like. If you love the Punisher and Daredevil season two, you'll love this show. It's just mm. just straight from that. No, no different direction. No different type of, you know, storyline. Whatever. It's just Frank Castle going after and getting revenge for the the murder of his family. That's awesome. All right, is there any other shows that I missed out on that we? No, I think you got them. Uh, there's so many we could have talked about. Cover, but, so, well, that's it for us. Let us know what show that you're looking forward to the most coming up in uh, this new season, starting off in August, September. You know, is it a CW show? Is it a Fox show? Uh, you let us know.